Welcome back to another episode of the Hooligans Pitch. As always, we are your hosts. My name is Michael, and this is, as always, Chad. Hey, Chad, how you doing? <laughs> oh, just swell. Yeah, me too. Uh, six weeks left of footy mm-hmm. um, in the Premier League. Have you pulled any hair out yet? <laughs> um, may- maybe not, only because I didn't watch this week's game live <laughs> oh okay well i was watching the uh i was watching the the table live and and watching mm-hmm. the scoreboard and everything and i hit refresh just to see like if any yellow cards came up and when the second goal came up for their arsenal game on friday i hit the panic button for all the gunners in our discord and chats and i was shocked to see that score line so uh before we dive in though let's pop some beers Let's get into it. Uh, I'm drinking all day IPA because it's just a mm. good Sunday Classic. hydration yeah. beer. We all need it. Yeah. I got the last of my Voodoo Vice. Mm. Um, New Belgium, of course. <clears throat> Sponsor us. <clears throat> We're waiting. Um, Any day. You know. It's, it's, a, it's a nice Sunday beer as well. You know, nice, light. Uh, a little little citrusy action in there, too. So I'll be I'll looking. I'll be looking for that one next time we go out. Yeah. All right, um, but hey, yep. before we jump in, yep, we've got maybe maybe unknown to you, we have a, a special day to celebrate <clears throat> as a result of uh, Friday's game. Mm-hmm. It's officially Saint Totteringham's Day. Um, <laughs> please <laughs> so please explain. That. Please explain what um, that is after we cheers. <laughs> So St. Totteringham's Day um, goes down ideally yearly, but it's been a little bit of a delay <laughs> where uh, Tottenham can officially not finish in the table above Arsenal. So <laughs> This is a great day. <laughs> cheers to that. <laughs> and just uh, throw some knowledge out at you. Um, it'll go on you know, 16 years now for Tottenham without a trophy. They will not have won the league in 63 years. Uh, you know, they, they put on a great display against a top four opponent today. No manager, no director of football. Clubs, you know, in a great spot. Damn, Chad. <laughs> Chad's out here blasting cannons at Tottenham right now. Insane. Well, that was a fun history lesson. Um, yeah. I, the scoreline today for both games... I, I don't need, when I saw them again, I was just like, wait a minute, hang on. And I immediately turned both of them on. I went side by side and was just watching them both. And I was one game I thought was going to actually, no, I like both games. I thought were going to be really close. Um, yeah. But let's, let, let, let's start with Arsenal just because that was uh, the first of the weekend, Friday afternoon. I think that game, a majority of premier league fans, we're watching just because it was the only game on that day. It's pretty good time slot. Um, man, let's just start with Ramsdale. What, what happened? <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, it's clearly not the, the start you want to a game. Um, I don't know. It, it, you watch it back a little bit. And, uh, thing is uh, Alcaraz is the one who makes the interception and gets the goal. Um, whether by design or luck, he, kind of finds himself hiding behind Thomas Partey a little bit. So I don't know if Ramsdale doesn't necessarily see him. I still don't think Ramsdale necessarily puts enough uh, 
enough Oof. pace on that pass. Okay. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was just a uh, maybe wanted to be a little bit of a, a, a show of of their confidence and, and strength of like, look, I'm going to pass it, you know, right down the throat here at the start of the game and, and try and get things moving, but clearly did not work out so well, well. that was <laughs> that was brutal and i even when i think when i had who scored open and i was looking at the time i thought it said seven minutes but it, it said one and <laughs> and so of course going back and watching it um like 30 seconds in one of the fastest premier league goals that we've seen but clearly big ramsdale error there that led to that um yeah, that was a brutal way to start. And then mm-hmm. seeing, you know, it had to be Walcott to score the second. Yeah, I mean... Where, where was your confidence meter by that point of at least getting a point? Well, I've been doing it, the you know, the whole season to come back, especially these past few weeks of somehow getting away with a draw, whether it's Arsenal giving up the goals or the, the lead or, you know, getting it back. But, right. um, I mean, yeah, that, that Walcott goal is just... That's, you know, his kind of bread and butter goal of kind of peel off the back of the defender and, and run in. And um, certainly a very shaky start. Um, but I don't know if you caught it, but Zinchenko kind of calls a little bit of a huddle after that second goal goes mm-hmm. in. Um, and I've seen, like, conflicting viewpoints on that online. Like, some people liked it, other people thought it was like not necessary like an overreaction or something um but i think that's fine like i think you give up two goals you know 15 minutes in or whatever it is and and okay like we gotta you know get everyone back in the right mindset you know kind of come back together and and just kind of reset and um whether it's related to the huddle or not i don't know but you know from then on arsenal definitely played better you know they got their their first goal of few minutes after that so um i think it's fine like like i mean you look at at tottenham today i this is only because this is this happened to them and not because of st tottenham's day but if you have a little bit of a huddle like okay like chill the fuck out like let's get everyone back in line and then maybe you you stop some of those goals today for that tottenham conceded i don't know but um yeah, I think I think the the huddle's fine, um, and it, I think it kind of woke up Arsenal a little bit after that. Like they seemed more lively and 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 more well, kind of had to be up for it. Then you mm-hmm. know, two goals down, and you know, eventually one goal down. But um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I, you know? that's a great point about Zinchenko. He's the one person on that squad who I think can voice something during a, a a time of maybe desperation um mm-hmm. there's you know there's only two correct me if i'm wrong only two players on that team who've won a, a premier league title in jesus and, and zinchenko so like i'm not surprised by that at all maybe because of his age is that maybe why people are saying you know he's not that that oldest on the team like he's not i don't know i mean i mean i guess like he's not the captain so maybe they felt like he was overstepping or something but I mean, you, you want that leadership hmm. from more than just you right. know, your kind of captain's group, right? Like, especially, yeah, Zinchenko and, and Gabriel Jesus have done this before. Like, they mm-hmm. know the added pressure and, and, and you got to really stay focused in these games and, and see them through and everything. And I think especially coming off of, you know, the previous two games, it's 
points have been m- maybe thrown away, I-, I guess you could say, in those games. And, um, you know, it's you don't want to... You don't want to get blown out here by Southampton because that's probably more detrimental than, than clawing back a point. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I didn't really understand people's issue with it, but it seemed fine to me. And, and I think you want that, whether it's your captain or just someone else trying to rally the troops. You know? No, I, I agree. I, I think it was the right move to make, and obviously they got a point out of it. So. I don't know what what is there really to complain about. It didn't seem like Odegaard was too mad about it either. And, no, and, I don't uh, think so. I do. I do want to just note one thing. I seen um, Martinelli kind of go up and and get Bednarak in the air. Uh, Harry Kane special. Oh uh, man, that was like that one was yeah. pretty bad. I, they they got to find a way to to make sure that doesn't happen. And Martinelli looked. He saw that he was approaching. He probably didn't know Bednarak was going to get up that high. Um, yeah, I think I think that kind of caught him a little bit by surprise. But I mean, they do need to figure out some way to, you know, uh, officiate that kind of situation. Either, you know, I guess it could be seen as somewhat of a soft yellow in some situations like that. But again, you just have to be more aware of the player you know you're you're going against i guess i'm perfectly okay if that is a yellow card just standard mm-hmm. like if you yeah. catch someone in the air and you're not going one on one for it um yeah no i'm i'm all for that being a yellow uh, cuz benrack did not look good after that either he was like <laughs> dazed and confused and his body was all yeah. like sideways on the ground i was like oh yeah. man so that that didn't look good um but man southampton they came out they they got yeah. something to play for now, and now it makes me wonder. Like, yeah, they're still pretty down on the table. They got what four points to get out of relegation zone, which is not a lot. So, no. if they play like this every game, though, like, <laughs> who knows? They might be able to get out because um, that was probably the best they've played in a long time. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, uh, you know, they'll obviously feel disappointed. They couldn't leave with all three points, but yeah, I mean, even a point for them at this stage is is huge to try and get out of out of that relegation zone um but yeah i mean uh just just the arsenal way this season of, of making last ditch efforts and, and fight until the end which you know is great to see obviously was wild. nice but <laughs> you know yeah it's uh I don't know. I, I guess Southampton may be getting a little tired of uh, defending towards the end there to, to let some of those goals through, but I mean, Arsenal players had to be there to, to make the plays and and they were, and, and you know, Trossard has a, a shot that goes off the crossbar, oh. I think like the 92nd minute or something, like so nearly could have been another one of those games or get the win at the last second. Well, and then there were a lot of bodies just kind of flying around the box within the last couple of minutes. I'm like, I it was too hard to tell if any of those were maybe PK worthy. Um, But definitely like, I don't know some are close. Like they were just flying around. People were on the ground. Who knows if a ball hit a hand, it very well could have been like, we have no idea. Um, It would have been kind of a soft PK, but definitely something to like look for. Cause it was close. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that you hope they're fully checking all this stuff. And, um, you know, 
looking at it correctly, I guess. But uh, it's just, I think at that point, like, sometimes I think Jesus is maybe trying to look for it a little too much and, like, just either take the challenge fully or try and ride it out and, and um, you know, at least get the shot off. But I get it, you know, if, if you can get an easy PK, then hopefully seal the deal that way, like... It's, it's part of the game, right? Like, right. <laughs> that's how but, it goes sometimes. But they didn't get it. They, yeah. Ref wanted kind of nothing to do with that shenanigans near the end of the game. But by, by the final whistle, both teams were dead. They just oh, fell yeah. over so fast and were so done. Um, and then Arteta looked like he was going to pass out. He just like <laughs> take, he just took a deep breath and just like grabbed his hair and just was like, oh, my God. So I can't imagine what the dressing room uh, talk was like afterwards. Yeah, I mean, I think it, you you got to commend Arsenal players for the fight to, to the end. I mean, you go down 2-0 early, it's it's easy to just kind of check out and, you know, not really fight your way back. And, I mean, you kind of saw that last week with West Ham when they got the goals. Like, Arsenal didn't really turn it back on to get back into the game. So, it very easily could have been another one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I think Arteta, he seems, at least in in um, like media realm, he seems to be the more positive coach of like harp on the good that we did rather than the bad. If that's the case inside the dress room, I don't know, but um, you know, I, I think he'll probably be on them about you know the the, the fight out there is good. Um, you just got to do that earlier and and you know kind of like last week like just kill the game off completely mm-hmm. before you even think about taking it a step down at all um yeah i mean defensively arsenal's been a little bit rough for probably the second half of the season i'd say you know it's um quietly kind of been an issue and and the goals that they've scored have probably covered that up some um so I don't know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, three days until the biggest match of the year. Uh, yeah. That one is going to be a doozy. And I watched part of the City game uh, yesterday, and they basically took the day off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> took the day off and rolled Sheffield. Um, Holland maybe touched the ball a couple times, but it was <laughs> he didn't do much. Uh, so that they're they're ready. They're gearing up for Wednesday as well. Wednesday, I think that's the day. I think it is Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I mean, it 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 seems f- fair, I guess, if, you know, you... Arsenal will have played City three times after Wednesday, and if you can't get any sort of result from three times, like, do you deserve to finish above that team? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Like, that's it, fair. Um well, we'll see. You know, it could be that City now sees Arsenal dropping points for three consecutive weeks, and maybe comes in with like a little bit of a underestimation of Arsenal. I don't know. That's hopeful thinking, I think. But <laughs> a little bit. Um, and their schedule, know. their schedule, City's schedule is not anything crazy either. Mm-hmm. Um, Fulham after Arsenal, West Ham, Leeds, uh, Everton, Chelsea, Brighton, Brentford. That's it. So like. Yeah. I don't know. They got a pretty, I don't want to say an easy finish, but they're not playing yeah, really I mean, any of the it, top four besides you. And, yeah, it uh, should be a 
a straightforward, you know, just win the games you're supposed to, and mm -hmm. they should be fine. Um, not to say I've given up hope, though. Like, you know, it, it's still neck and neck. It, it our, If Arsenal somehow get a, a win on Wednesday, this whole thing kind of blows back open, right? For so, sure. Or even a draw. Uh, I mean, a draw can still do crazy things because, I mean, the last draw that I'm looking at from City, um, you know, it was against Forest. So, yeah, like, so you don't, you never know. They they can slip just as Arsenal have slipped. Um, I mean, unfortunately, it's just now in that that situation where it's like you're relying on these other teams to do things for you instead right. of you doing it all for yourself. Yeah. So. It's always a tough spot to be, but um, yeah, you know, like to me, it's not all doom and gloom. You know, it's uh, this is what you want your team to be in, right? Like fighting for the title, uh, you know, fighting at the top of the league and not these like meaningless games of like, yeah, we're fighting to be sixth and like fighting to be eighth. Hey, and, hey, like, whoa, hey. <laughs> I'm not pointing any fingers. I'm not pointing any fingers. <laughs> but, you know, that's like... I've seen all the comments and I get a lot of it's just straight banter of like, oh, Arsenal's bottling it, Arsenal's collapsing and all this stuff. It's like, are they though? Like, yeah. like where this you is at? The, this is the same team that whole season everyone's been like, they, they're going to, like, we're going to see the real Arsenal after this run when they can't beat X team and then they go through and do it. And like, they've been doing it. If you guys want City to win every fucking year, <laughs> do it. Like, I don't care. But like, <laughs> For me, it's like, I don't know. I would rather see different teams win it. And yeah. we know City's got the money. We know they've got the depth to buy whoever they want, play the best players off the bench. Like, I don't know. I, I get it's just the sport of it all. But, like, to say Arsenal's bottling it, it feels harsh. <laughs> I, I think I think there's a strong reason why, though, we don't have a lot of City uh, friends. Just because there's just not a fun team to really root for, because it's not, you know, it's not like homegrown talent. You don't have a guy who you bought, you brought in. They've like exceeded expectations, like yeah. Osala. Like no one expected Osala to do it, and they don't, okay. they don't, they don't have. They, they've never had that player. Um, maybe De Bruyne is close, but everyone kind of knew what they were getting. With everyone wanted him, and kind of knew yeah. like he was a great player at when he came in. Um, I guess Foden, maybe, but like. Again, like he's not really a star player for them right now, anyway. So it's like, yeah, he goes through, you know, yeah, he has uh, his moments. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, look, I'm gonna shout out poorly drawn Arsenal because I bought this a few seasons ago. Yes, I, I've been here. I've been this fan that doesn't want to watch Arsenal at all, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not that fan these days. Like, a win this week would have been great. You know, a, a win on Wednesday, a draw on Wednesday will be great. I'm enjoying the ride either way. I, I'm supporting a team that's that's fighting for the title. Will it go Arsenal's way? Who knows? But but you're having fun I'm, while doing it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it, it's. I, I wish this was. A, I wish more than two teams were kind of in the fight for the title right now. Um, it would make things just a little more interesting. But you, you take the top two teams out, and then this two through eight race is just insane. I think Tottenham's probably the worst top six team we've seen in a long time. And like, I think they're, they're just going to keep slipping out. Their schedule does not get easy. I, let's, can we talk Tottenham? Did you get everything out with Arsenal? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, okay, the last little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Martinelli and Saka, the first under-21 players to both have 20 goal contributions since Rooney and Ronaldo. Mm. Look, the future is bright for Arsenal, regardless of how the season ends, so... Let's go to Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to tell you, Tottenham, Tottenham tie in with kind of like everyone in that section. Um, Tottenham play Man United next. I'm pretty sure. Which, that's a game where I'm kind of, yeah, yeah, they play Tottenham, uh, Man United, Tottenham on, what day is that? Thursday. Um, and honestly, I don't know who I want to necessarily win that game. Um, yeah. You know, Man U's at 59 points in fourth, even with Castle. A draw, I think, is kind of best-case scenario yeah. for Liverpool right now. But, like, the way Tottenham are playing, they're just – they'll probably lose. Like, that's just how I see it going down. Um, which makes top four just a little more difficult, um, especially because Man U is essentially down two games from everyone else. Yeah. So, like, I'm kind of trying to be as realistic as possible here. I think we're probably going to get – the five or six spot. Um, but the way Tottenham played today was so shocking. And it, it, we kind of talked about the whole Zinchenko thing. They, they don't have a player who's going to do that. And everyone's like, you know, your captain's supposed to do this. Well, Harry Kane has never really done that. I know we've seen maybe yeah. like a couple clips of him being like, come on lads. But it's so like, it feels fake almost. And, yeah. uh, I don't know. You, you, you ask Arsenal players or Arsenal fans to go watch that Tottenham game and like be like, would you would you rather have Zinchenko doing this or or Arsenal looking like Tottenham? And like, yeah. I'm sure everyone would say, oh, I'd rather have Zinchenko talking us up. Oh, um, for sure. Than than what whatever they just played today because that was some of the ugliest, unmotivated. Like Newcastle yeah, just... was laughing. They were laughing hysterically. <laughs> At 15 minutes in, they couldn't believe what they were doing, and I was laughing too. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was it was just from you know front to back, like Tottenham couldn't do a thing. It, it was they didn't want to put any pressure on Newcastle players. They didn't want to even really make a challenge on them. They just kind of let them do their thing for yeah, like 20 minutes, and <laughs> it was game over. Know, yeah, game was done. <laughs> Wrap it up. Every pass I went towards the middle of the field, and it was like Hoiberg getting it. And the two or three Newcastle players would collapse on him before he could even like turn around and start a dribble. And then it just led to like wide open goals. And I I don't know, I, I don't know who to really point the finger at. So we can just do the whole team. Um, yeah, because I think, it, yeah, this this is a full team collapse. I feels. Um, maybe a little too much but like um yeah they just no one did anything <laughs> it's so bad it, yeah. they look like a bottom five team and it just makes you wonder like do all those players know they're out next year and they're just like like whatever like we're not playing for this squad like that's that's kind of my guess at this point is those maybe older but, 28 mean, and over players just don't want to win I mean, look prior to this game you were you know, three points behind Newcastle. Like, you're right there in the, in the fight for top four. So you should be able to show up for this game. And, you know, if you lose, okay, but at least keep it close. Like, at least put up a fight. <laughs> it just... Well, they I fired... Don't, I don't know. They fired Conte after the Everton match. Does that sound mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I think so. When they drew Everton, 
So they've won one and lost two. They beat Brighton, which Brighton was kind of on fire when they beat them. But the Bournemouth yeah. loss and now this Newcastle one, that's like, things are looking grim. And now they have United, who's played pretty damn good today. Uh, Liverpool, who's finally getting their shit together. Um, Crystal Palace, who's now all of a sudden coming alive. Ashton Villa, who, besides today, one of the hottest teams in England. Uh, Brentford, which had a pretty strong-ish game um, against Ashton Villa. And then they'll end with Leeds. So, I know we kind of talked about it last week, but like maybe one of those they'll win. Yeah, I mean, uh, unfortunately for Tottenham, so many of those games are you know, direct competitors to, to their league position like <laughs> oh great point four four out of five four yeah, six, like, yeah you have to you have to be on your a game for all those games and um you know I, each one of those teams i think could really make you pay the price if if you if you slip up again um i don't know we'll we'll see what happens but i don't know like <laughs> as i was watching this Still, I'm wondering what Harry Kane is is thinking for his future, right? Um, is he going to fall for the the you know shiny new manager? Come on, Harry! That, that they're going to do like they've done in the past, and you know, kind of entice him to stay. And, and okay, like yeah, you can bring in. I don't even know who he can bring in to to entice him to stay necessarily, but Pochettino um, again. Guess, but you know, it's it's just. I think the uh, the loyalty to a club is commendable. Like uh, fans want to see that; they want to see players, you know, play for one club, be like a, a Messi kind of figure, and just be like Messi, Barcelona. Like that is one. Um, which I guess you could say about Harry Kane, Tottenham. Like that; those go hand in hand. But at a certain point, like you got into to any sport for the the thrill of it and the the victory and and you know on a, at a professional level to have something to show for it, like some trophy or or i don't know but i think you probably look at what Tottenham's been doing in the past few seasons where they're kind of trending now and I would think you're probably looking at your options in the summer and, and maybe trying to get out and end, end your career on a high note with some some success. Well, it's kind of a dig at Arsenal, but not really, but Van Persie left yeah, Arsenal I, I, to I thought to, about him too. To go do this thing with uh you know, man you and yeah. He wanted to win. I'm trying do you know how old he was when he uh um, no, but I mean, he had been at Arsenal for a while, you know, and it was kind of the same thing. Like from everything that that has come out, is just that you know he didn't see Arsenal moving in the direction that that he wanted his professional career to go. So you know, United was an option, and you know he went there, and first season there, he, he wins the league with them. So <laughs> he was twenty nine going on thirty. So kind of the same boat. Harry's 29 going on 30 in July. Yeah, so, I mean, you, you look at that and, you know, you, you look at just the way that United's been playing, um, especially in this, this back half of the season. 
I think that's way more enticing than trying to stick around at Tottenham and, and figure out what they're going to do. So, And Man United with a player like that, they, they don't have any. I mean, no. not not to that caliber. They try, but it's not working. Yeah. Um, man, Van Persie, you know how much he went for? Uh, probably too cheap. Yeah, 24 mil. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Well, that was before the transfer market completely got blown up. So. Yeah, yeah. But still, Inflation I feel like 24, is, it's... 24 to a, a, a league rival feels low. <laughs> yeah, that hurts. Uh, I assume Kane will go for much more than that. Probably probably right now, what, between 50 to 60? Probably. I mean, yeah, they, they, he's got, what, I think another year or two beyond... One more year, yeah. So, you know, end of his contract, but, you know, Tottenham will hold out for the highest price, especially if it's going to a league rival. So, yeah. And, I mean, it feels like a, a Holland deal, right? Where it's like he went for 60, regardless of what other external fees may have gone on. Um, and that feels like a price that everyone should just throw their hat in the ring and, and see what happens. Might but, as well. Yeah, um, but I mean, hey, we didn't even talk about the goals in that game yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, take I your think, pick. I think my yeah, my takeaway has to be you know Jacob Murphy's second goal just just bangs it in from dude downtown, and I love his celebration of just like disbelief and like in awe of what probably his goal and just what is going on. He couldn't believe it. <laughs> That was an awesome shot, uh, but yeah, I think I think it was the score line that caught him off guard more than just the goal itself because his face yeah. was just lit up, <laughs> so happy. I, I maybe happy is not even the right word. Just I don't even know how like to describe it. He's, yeah, like, it's like I like, just made yeah, that. It just I don't know. It, it was just it was such a weird hit too. Like it, it was across goal from far out like Hugo probably should have been able to get to that I don't know if he saw it late or something but I mean damn what a what a strike <laughs> yeah it didn't make a whole lot of sense what he, I mean Hugo got subbed out at half yeah you think so, he was actually injured or is this like a we're just changing things up I think <laughs> it was a Injury prevention move because this mm. game was over. Honestly, like what they, they they weren't coming back. They yeah. might as well save him since he's been kind of hurt this season. But yeah, wow, that was they. Hey, they they drew the second half. So uh, there you go. <laughs> Look for the positives in this game. <laughs> they turned um, it around. <laughs> yeah, no, that was pretty ugly. But it opened the doors for Liverpool because they finally got their. Redemption victory over Forest. Still pretty sketchy. We of course. Oh man, what a what a weird game that was too. I watched it um, this morning, and uh, I'm so happy we we you know got the win, but it still was kind of sloppy. Um, I don't think we played our best. I'm not really sure why Nunez is not starting anymore. I kind of wish he was. Jota, yeah. Jota's been playing great, but I don't see why. I don't know. Call me crazy, but we really could play all four of those guys up there and like have maybe Gak post it a little bit deeper. Um, 
I would personally rather have that than like trying to have this like fake midfield thing and just like just go all out in the attack. Um, you know, Curtis Jones putting Gakpo instead of Curtis Jones, and I'm I don't know. I don't think we're missing out on too much there. But that's just me. Yeah. I mean I mean, yeah, it's uh yeah, not a comfortable win, but like certainly certainly wasn't the worst we've seen Liverpool look this season. Um Yeah, I mean they that first goal is pretty harsh deflection, like you know, that that's a that's a tough one to, to give, but um you know, oh. Jota I'm gonna pause you right. Did you see the Nico Williams goal? And then uh I can't remember who came over to him, but I thought they kissed. I swear. Oh yeah. It was such a weird That was such a he like, like face grab thing, but it then it got like really close and <laughs> got so close. <laughs> I'm like, well damn, okay, you know, yeah, do what like, you gotta yeah, do. But... I, I feel it, I feel it. And I, yeah. And Nico didn't want to celebrate in front of the crowd too, so shout outs to him. Yeah. I really don't care if you do or don't. Um yeah, yeah. but you know, as long as it's not an Abadire run across the pitch, like <laughs> it's the greatest, that's the greatest goal celebration out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. You would, I would think you'd want to get Nunez on the pitch as much as you can. Like he is kind of the only like true striker that, you know, Liverpool have right now. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I guess maybe you know Jota's just been on a little bit better form, so Klopp's just playing into that, um, which yeah, is fine. I mean, he's I mean, he's scoring left and right. It's not like it's a bad yeah, thing having him in. Four, another two goals. Yeah, game, so. <laughs> four in his last two. I'm I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, like I not there's not really too much to say about this game. Just the fact that Tottenham's dropping. We're starting to climb. Um, mm. I don't know. I think we got a pretty good shot at kind of busting in that top six. We have one more game to go. Say we win it. We're at 53 points, even with Tottenham. And, you know, then we're only six points down from Man U, even though they got two to go. Um, pretty good place to be in considering our last month was pretty shaky. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I, I'm happy with where we're at right now. Um, we'll see after... I guess the Tottenham game in uh, two weeks, that'll kind of be the the big factor. West Ham, I'm hoping we just come together and, and take them out. West Ham played pretty good against Bournemouth today. I think Bournemouth, I don't know, maybe got a little overzealous because of how good they played against Tottenham. Yeah. Um, but, but... It, it just, like, it seemed like Bournemouth just wasn't as, uh, I don't know, not as, like, sharp yep. in, in defense, especially as, as they have been. Um but I mean, West Ham. I don't know. Maybe built on the the comeback against Arsenal, and you know, got a little momentum going now. So they got some good goals. I mean, Scorpion. Like yeah, that, that Scorpion. That wasn't the cleanest Scorpion I've ever no, seen. No, it wasn't. It was to cool. just like to just yeah, like want to. Like recognize the situation and just like throw your body like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty cool to see, and and you know even better when it goes in. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. West Ham, I think looks they looked fine. I I don't know that they'll pose you know uh, too much threat to to Liverpool in, in their coming game, but um, 
you know, they they definitely have it in them. And I think they've done it a handful of times this season to, you know, score a few goals. And then we think like, all right, West Ham's kicking on now. And then they just don't. So For, for our end of the season hooligan pitch awards, they will win the strangest team of the year. Because <laughs> we've been like relegation, like top 10, relegation top 10. Like David Moyes gonna... was on our list to get the sack. I know. Dude's still kicking <laughs> and it still could happen he still could get sacked still after could, like yeah. liverpool beat them next week you never know um <laughs> yeah them them and leicester probably are my two teams so i'm just like what is happening here yeah, uh very strange so and then leicester uh beating the wolves and the wolves have been on fire lately that was yeah. kind of like a weird match no james madison uh tealman's played awful do you want to shout out Guess who was the top-rated player in that game, Chad? Mm-hmm. It's got to be our boy. So-yon-choo. He was top-rated player, 7.6. Um, seven clearances, two blocks. He, he played great. It's Why had this guy just not been playing all season? <laughs> Brendan Rodgers is crazy. <laughs> he was on the shit list just forever. Ever. Yeah. I, it never made sense. Um, I mean, we've we've definitely like talked about that, so I feel like we are like vindicated now. Oh, yes. we're, <laughs> we were right. Soyun Chu homers. He is no longer last place in our league for points. Uh, nice. Wouldn't be surprised if he jumps Ronaldo next week. So Soyun Chu greater than Ronaldo uh, in the last couple weeks of our season is pretty sweet to see. Yeah, um, yeah that game was weird too. Uh, Saw wasn't really on it. He got his early yellow. I mean. It's like yeah. that played some mind games with him. Keepers got some yellows this weekend. Um, we saw another one for Fabianski. Uh, I don't know. It's just keepers. I feel like we go through these weeks like keepers are sharp and like mm-hmm. clean sheets are happening or crazy saves. And then we get like, you know, uh, a blowout from Yoris yeah. or, or uh, oh gosh, who was, uh, who played great today? Sanchez. He played great today for Brighton. Oh, yeah. In their FA yeah. Cup, making some crazy saves. Uh, Raya too in the Brentford game um, made some crazy saves. So I don't know. It's been very up and down. And then Pope, I mean, he didn't have to do much, but like, I feel like you got to do better on that. Yeah, shot, that's what I'm saying. He got a position a little bit better. <laughs> Harry kind of had nowhere to go, and he was on his weak foot, slicing yeah, it yeah. across. So, um, hey, fantasy that helps me out a ton. That the clean sheet doesn't True. happen, but uh, my team kind of we got a little rattled today. So. <laughs> I will be falling in yeah. the standings. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, the Leicester game, like Leicester, I think just was a little bit more up for it today than than Wolves were. Like Wolves got mm-hmm. that early goal, and then that was kind of it. They never looked like really, really like getting anything from this game. I don't, I don't know what was going on with them. This just pleads my case that Liverpool should go for Castangi because he you know the goal he scored today he's he's mm-hmm. he's not so much attack minded like Trent for Liverpool mm-hmm. but I think they could be really good at like figuring out who needs to be where and like if one needs to recover for someone they can um mm-hmm. this did just did just pop into my memory really quick here and I'm sorry I'm gonna revert back to the Tottenham game but <laughs> Did you see the news article regarding Conte and what he said about Tottenham's defense? 
uh, about going to like the back four. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. He said we we won't be doing back four. We're sticking with the back threes. Like trust me. And if we lose on it, like you have receipts. And boy howdy, look at them just getting blown up in the back. So that was just a quick revert. But uh, I bet Conte is sitting giggling right now because he's oh. just like I told you so. I he's, told he's you throwing so. his. 15 million or whatever his payout is I'm like i told you <laughs> with his hundred dollar bills exactly yep, yeah. yep. <laughs> um did you okay. did you catch the uh the fa cup games uh i jumped in kind of right at the end of uh regular time for um brighton and, and united mm. and then watched you know all of extra time and, and the penalties but I mean, man, I was really rooting for Brighton. Me too. To oh, me too. And it had to be slowly March to miss that peak. I just knew. Uh, I was like, it's going to be my I got guy. nervous. It's yeah, I got nervous him. when Dunk went up. I was like, this is going to hurt. Like, Well, the way the, the commentators were talking about Dunk, is like, boyhood hero of Brighton for 15 years. He's like, he wouldn't let his club down, would he? And I was like, oh, dude, they built this up way too much. Way too much. Um, yeah. But Sanchez had some good hands on balls. I thought he was going to maybe save at least one. And then De Gea, he just kind of sucks at PKs. I think that's kind of just always been a trend. And do you see, like, in between all the kicks, he's, like, really studying? Yeah. Presumably where, you know, the notes of where the Brighton players are going to kick. It's like... I think I he should like be instinctual he, at this point. It ain't working. Yeah, right? Like, I, it just it it wasn't just like a quick glance of like, oh, you know, dunk this side, okay. It was like a who are you? Okay. You do this? Okay. Like a real study of it. And it's just like come on, man. Like if you got to study that hard, you're probably not saving anything. <laughs> I've, I've always wondered too like what what would stop the opposing keeper from going over to that water bottle when De Gea is like setting up for his PK? Like, I know it's kind of unsportsmanlike, but at the same time, like, it's not against the rules. You see yeah. players all the time kind of walking up towards other team huddles and, like, trying to listen in. I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, I would maybe just go try to look at the water bottle and just to see what it said. Because, um, yeah. like, the camera, they tried to zoom in on it, but the towel yeah. was kind of wrapped around it, so you couldn't see really what I mean, was yeah, said. I guess, I guess what, what would you do if, you know, if Sanchez went over to get a drink of water... Uh, from De Gea's water bottle and just like, I don't know, the paper or whatever's on there, just kind of like rip it off and uh, toss it, whatever. Like, there was no foul committed, right? Like, there's I don't no... Think so. I don't Is that I against the rules? A, yeah, I don't think there's a rule against you know... What what would you call it? I don't know. <laughs> It'd be weird. It'd be very yeah. strange, but um... Oh, man. And then, I, I don't know if you noticed when... when March was going to get the ball. De Gea was standing on the spot. And I was like, why? Yeah. Like, the ref's got to be better about letting the opposing team kind of, like, just stand there, in my opinion. Yeah. It, again, that, that might not be a rule, but, like, it's annoying to me. It, it was kind of something that jumped out to me immediately. Like, as March was ro- walking up, it was like, like, oh, that's, you know, maybe not um, unsportsmanlike, but we've seen people do it before where they rough up the spot. Not that I, I don't think the Haya was doing that. Um, but I, I think, yeah, the ref should step in and be like, you know, there's a circle around here that you are not going to go in. Yeah. Why can't he just draw a foam circle? Like, or like a half, a half, a half circle or something. 
I don't yeah. know. It's very bizarre how how anyone can just go up to that spot and like De Gea was brushing it with his foot. It looked like he was like trying to clean yeah. it or something dumb like that. Which yeah, okay, like clean the spot, <laughs> sure. But um, yeah, I don't know. that was that was a strange one. Yeah, um, I was kind of surprised to not see uh, Matoma take a penalty. I, yeah. I don't know if he's like good at penalties or not. Maybe not since he didn't take one. But um, I just figured he's you know, a, a decent finisher on his own. So would have expected to see him take a penalty, but maybe he was really tired. I don't know. I mean, he had that last kind of chance there where mm-hmm. um, it like poked out to him and his touch got away from him. So maybe he was, his legs were just done. But... I mean, he is a workhorse. That wouldn't yeah, really shock me if he was like, I can't even run to the ball anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So I know we skipped around a lot, but let's I, let's talk a little bit maybe about Brentford and Ashton Villa because that ending was just both teams kind of like just going back and forth trying to make anything happen. Um, yeah. Do you think this was kind of like Brentford's like last ditch effort to try to make the top six, or do you think like they're going to slowly start to fizzle away because they didn't really turn it on? Yeah. Just until a little too late. Um, I don't know. It, it seemed like both sides were just kind of snatching at the chances, like not really trying to set anything up, not mm-hmm. really looking for a good window, just instant something open. You know, just it reminded me of whack. a Leeds game. To be yeah, honest, yeah, yeah, had had that feel for sure. Um, I don't know. After watching all of it, I think. Brentford maybe were just trying to kind of just stabilize a little bit because they've been on this little bit of a, a downturn, you know, lost their last three. Um, so maybe just kind of played a little bit safer today, which I, I guess worked out. You got to draw out of it. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't see them falling too much further, but I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're getting into Europa League position or anything. Not anymore, uh, especially with Fulham passing them, which mm-hmm. two wins in a row for Fulham. That's a surprise. But they held Ollie Watkins scoreless. Maybe that was the true goal. Um, sure, yeah. <laughs> so first time in a while, you know, we've been able to say that uh, Ollie Watkins didn't score. But, yeah, I don't yeah. know. That was, that was I mean, kind of a... Even, I, even for Villa, I just felt like they looked a little bit flat today. Like, yep. It, it seemed like every game leading up to this they were you know running so hard and and covering so much of the pitch and making all these threatening passes and runs and stuff and just today it was just kind of like i don't know no one looked like they were really turning it on to that level and um so i guess a draws maybe maybe fair <laughs> but this is the first time since uh early march that they were only held to one goal They've been putting oh, up two wow. and three in every every other game. So, again, Brentford's kind of known for that too. You know, Brentford is a a well uh, organized backline that doesn't let teams score on them a whole lot. But yeah, I expected Villa to win this game, and it they just too little, too late near the end, and kind of back and forth yeah. sloppiness just couldn't get it done. Well, hey, that that only helps Liverpool. I know. Yeah, again, so. <laughs> it was like perfect. Like a lot of things helped Liverpool this weekend, um, mm-hmm. despite the strange score lines. Uh, <laughs> and then Palace and Everton, I guess that's kind of a win for Everton here. I, their back yeah, line was, I, I so. 
Backline again was kind of crazy, but they stopped a hot palace. Like a lot of, we saw a lot of teams, like, I feel like peak last week. And now like, this is like, we hit like a a plateau a little (laughs) bit here um, where the bottom teams got some points. Maybe they didn't fully deserve. And yeah, yeah. I I think, you know, palace definitely had, it looked like a lot of good chances. They just weren't very good about making, making good on their chances, you know? Um, but I mean, man, Holgate just getting roasted by Jordan Ayew all game, and and then makes a dumb second challenge. I know. Second yellow, like, what, what are you doing? Like, it just, especially after the the first foul that he did that got the yellow, where it's like, I think a yellow is fair, but it, you know, it's a little bit softer, just kind of pushed him away from the ball. So you know, the ref is playing it a little bit more sensitively, and then. You're gonna throw in this late dive challenge to to try and stop him, and of course you're gonna get a second yellow card for that. Like, I don't know what he was thinking. So, I think yeah, Everton probably comes away more uh, quote unquote the winners here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, we're in the bottom four or five. Like, if you can get a point, you're all right. But the thing with Holgate is, I don't, I don't think he's fully. Maybe just mentally ready for these games because he had a big injury that stopped him mm-hmm. from coming in. He's played two games since March 1st, this being his second. Um, so he's only played six EPL games this whole season. So, Dang. yeah, I don't think his mind is very well adjusted to what's going on uh, yeah. with the team. I think he's just a little, I don't want to say confused, but just not ready, not up to speed yet. But now with this... Uh, should he get a... It's a one-game ban, right? Since a double yellow? Should be, yeah. One game. Um, you know, with what? Six-ish left. Like, he might not play again in the EPL of this season just because, like, you know, it's just too much of a risk uh, yeah. for Dice to put him in when you have other, you know, senior members, which Cody is, is gone, I guess, now. He got yeah. soy unchewed. And... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what happens behind the scenes of these clubs, but, like... You know, uh, Cody, I think, is definitely um, a little bit more, I guess, like, attack-minded than Sean Dyche likes in his, his center backs. But, like, he's also not a terrible defender. Like, you can put him in there, and, and he'll make the clearances and the blocks and, and, you know, all that defending hard work you need done. So, I mean, I guess maybe after this, maybe he'll he'll get a look but well he had he had Holgate playing right back so I yeah I, yeah I, but I mean he gotta kind of find the balance somewhere so if Holgate is out and like I don't know presumably you thought Holgate should be maybe your starter on that side like I don't know who they got to bring in necessarily but um, Coleman yeah. Seamus Coleman yeah I, I don't know I mean old man Seamus just just strange that Cody can do so well next to Tarkowski for so long and then new manager comes in and it's just like, nope, you guys don't work. <laughs> February uh, February 25th was the last time we saw Cody. Dang. So, but again, like, was it working with Tarkowski? I mean, they did lose a lot, but like, I don't, I don't want to blame yeah. them for all their losses either. Uh, like, 
Yeah, I think it was more, you know, overall team just not working and, and maybe right. tactically. Um, but I mean, I, I feel like a lot of the times that they did get a point or, or a win, you could look at that back line, that back two, and, and they made some good blocks, Tarkowski especially, because that's his, like, specialty is blocking things, apparently. <laughs> He's slowed down a bit, though. He has slowed down. See, because Cody's not there to be like, yo, maybe block that. Maybe. <laughs> or Cody was screwing up so much, Tarkowski had to bail him out with all these blocks. It could be. Could go either way. I mean, it's hard to tell, but Michael Keane slotted in nicely. But to me, yeah. Keane and Cody are like the same player. Yeah, that's why. The, that's why the whole Cody thing didn't even make sense to begin with. I never understood why they wanted to bring him in when they had a pretty good uh, center back to start. And uh, Yerry Mina, I think he's still there. He hasn't. Yeah, he's sure, yeah. he's still there. And he, I thought he was pretty solid. I mean, they were in relegation zone when he was playing. So I don't know. Everton did weird things this this season, and yeah. not a huge fan of of what is to come for them. But yeah, I mean, it's getting tight. Calvert Lewin is back. <laughs> so maybe they can get something going with him, but you know, he's been out I think it was like it's been a while eight, nine, ten games, something like that. So, you know, it it'll take him a couple games to get up to speed and I don't know that Everton really has time to afford <laughs> him to get up to speed. They kinda need him to, to get some goals right away. <laughs> hey, last time Calvert Lewin played though, they beat Arsenal one nil. See. Maybe he could be their uh, their way out of relegation here. I don't I know. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. He was he's a great player. Yeah, um, yeah. He knows how to score. So, but they're they're out of relegation right now, right? Oh no, they're not. Uh, they're they're even. I mean, they're yeah. Even with Leicester, um, just that goal differential is really killing Everton. But uh, you know, we'll see. See, you got you got leads on the fall a little bit there, so I know poor Zach, he posted his like leads farewell message and I went to the table <laughs> like, dude, they're not even in the bottom three, but I was like, Yeah, That's, but Yeah, I mean I kinda of did the same thing, but you know, he was saying, Yeah, they're uh he doesn't think he's gonna get anything from the, the final games. Um which I don't know who they're playing. Let's I think we probably looked it up last week, but um oh, I mean their next game is against Leicester, so winnable. You gotta you gotta get something from that, and you got Bournemouth, um, and then now you got City, Newcastle. Ooh, that's the Holland five goal game against Leeds. It's coming. Ooh, you think so? I mean, it, it would make Could sense, be. right? Could be. Yeah, I mean they don't have a great run in, but I mean, look, you get something against Leicester, you get something against Bournemouth. You probably won't get anything against City. Probably won't get anything against Newcastle. Potentially get something against West Ham. Potentially get something against Tottenham. Like, I don't think it's it's so set in stone um, that they're going down. But I mean, yeah, they just gotta they just gotta start clicking. They, they've they had that little spurt of looking better under their new manager, and now things are kind of turning a little bit. Yeah, starting to fall, but. A lot of teams are falling. A lot of teams are yeah. have a little bit of wiggle room, but not a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Looking at the table, is Bournemouth safe? Bournemouth. Five um, points. 
I don't know. I before today's game, I would have said yeah because they had been playing pretty well. But then today, they just they just they looked bad. Like they looked at the beginning of the season. Um, let's see who they got. Um, I mean, yeah, they got Southampton Ooh. next, Leeds, Chelsea, um, Palace. United and end with Everton. So they play a lot of their their direct opponents right there. So I think you can make it out. Like from the performances mm. before this game, they they definitely looked better of that bottom bunch. I think. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be tight. It's gonna be so weird to see this all come to an end and like. <laughs> I don't know. I see Southampton maybe winning that game, which then throws a huge wrench into like all of these yeah, points. If they get a, a a win in that next game, it's. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know when if we'll get an early decision on like these teams are relegated. It might come down to the that last <laughs> game or two. I love it. I can't <laughs> yeah. wait for the last day. Yeah, yeah, it's so nice. Uh, no honor guards. That would be the goal this year. I don't want to see anyone do any honor guards. Yeah. Just want to see the last day. Just chaos. Every every spot chaos. matters. Besides, like what? I guess nine through twelve are yeah. probably like not gonna do anything special. Pretty settled, I think. Yeah. Um, I did see crazy rumors. Chelsea didn't play this weekend, but I was like, if Chelsea loses the next three games, like they could be in relegation. I'm like, that would be <laughs> crazy. I was like, that's a clickbait article, but like, yeah. would love to see it. Just, oh yeah, can you I mean, imagine. Whew. Just whew. more and more, you hear about what's going on at Chelsea. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a glorious downfall. <laughs> ridiculous kind of bummed they didn't get to play this weekend Tottenham, i know tottenham took the spotlight tottenham said look we'll handle the weekend it. off <laughs> we'll take it we'll take it all <laughs> we will continue the banter <laughs> uh all right the only game we really didn't focus on too much was fulham and leeds uh again it yeah. was fulham and leeds nothing too fancy happening over there um should we get Damn. into our our nominations? Is there anything you want to talk about that game? Not really. I mean, yeah, from what I saw, just Leeds just looked a little bit sloppy in defense. You know, both goals are kind of uh, people aren't marking anyone, and, and Leeds player runs in and is free. So there you it's go. Been or a, a full player. But. It's kind of just been the, the way the season has been going. And no Mitrovic yeah. again, so it's like... Is this team better off without Mitrovic? Without being Fulham? It's like, hmm, kind of makes you look at it. They've won, they've split, I think, two and two, win two, lost two since Mitrovic has been out. I think uh, you just got to tell Mitrovic, like, you got to keep it in his head to, like, oh, World Cup is coming up. I got to perform. Because that was apparently the ticket. <laughs> I guess what? They're zeros? Yeah. Uh, they look, big tournament coming up. That's next <laughs> summer, right? Yours is next summer? Um, I think so. Yeah, I think so. It's I think okay. It's okay, so second half Mitrovic next year. We calling it right now. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Remember that. Maybe, maybe he's just he has this dream of of doing great things for the national team, so he turns it on ahead of that. And... <laughs> oh, 
I want to make sure Serbia made Euros. Has qualifying happened? Yeah, I don't know if, if qualifying would have happened yet. So I think they're doing their like they're still in it. Yeah, yeah. They're leading their group though, so. Okay. See. It wouldn't surprise me if they take it. Yeah. But no goals for Mitrovic in those games. Hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think he really scores for for Serbia. So <laughs> he just wants to be included. Yeah. You know? well, bang him for Fulham. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chad. Let's get to our nominations. Let's do it. Um, team of the week. Now, now I just want to note mm-hmm. we've been doing team of the week for the last seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Tottenham's taken three of them. This is week eight. I'm sorry. Tottenham's been on the opposition side of the team of the week. This. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Sorry. Sorry. Let me re- rephrase. Uh, yeah. Does this mark? Number four for Tottenham being on the opposition because my nomination is Castle. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, you gotta agree after that. Like, the only other team that had a shout was was West Ham, but right to just like, I mean, looking at table positions, you know, Tottenham Newcastle's that top four fight, and then to just completely destroy them twenty minutes in is just. You can't not give them team of the week, <laughs> even if it wasn't against Tottenham. Like that's just that's what better performance could you have? <laughs> hey, this this is this is for for Tottenham here. Uh, yeah. Um, I if, if Arsenal would have played anyone else but Southampton, I would have given them a shout. But because they were playing the team the furthest away from them in the table. You don't deserve yeah. you don't deserve team of the week trying to come back from them. So uh, I'm all for Newcastle putting on their yeah. five goals in 20 minutes, showing Tottenham uh, that we can have fun and laugh at the same time. Yeah, because wow. uh, that's what teams do against Tottenham now. Well, I hope we're <laughs> joining them in two weeks. I hope I don't eat these words, but I'll be a really sad camper if if we lose to Tottenham uh, that, I mean, a week from now. Yeah. If that happens, then then something horrible has happened. It's like, I don't know. You don't even necessarily need a a six one, a seven nil, any of that. But like, just it should job. be an easy, straightforward win. Just a win. <laughs> we have the confidence and motivation on our side. Um, okay, team of the week complete. Uh, player of the week. Now this is a little tougher. Um, yeah. Not a whole lot of standouts, but there is a couple in there. Um, I do want to shout out Jota. Yeah. Uh, two goals, providing the the essential two that kind of got Liverpool back in it. You know, not the game winner, but we yeah. needed those two for sure. Not saying we didn't. Um, and he's been playing really good as of late. So coming back from injury, didn't get his World Cup moment. Now he's showing up for Liverpool, kind of in a time where we really, really need it. Um, True. He definitely earns my nomination. Uh but I do want to shout out uh, Murphy from Castle because he got two goals as well. One, he was smiling and laughing. Complete awesome banger of a goal in his second. Um, this is kind of a toss-up for me. I don't, you know, I'm trying to go non-biased yeah. here, but this is really close. Yeah, I, I had the same. And, uh, you know, yeah, both the two goals. So then I was looking at, like, shots on target. Jota had three shots compared to Murphy's two. Mm. Um 
I think I'm leaning Jota in this just because like it was two vital goals where Murphy you know, not to discredit what he did, but you could take away his two goals and it was still a, a comfortable win. Um so I think I think Jota probably gets my nod here. I am perfectly okay with that. I do want to note, though, this was uh, Murphy's first goal since October 8th. So he's not a goal scorer. Um, He rarely scores. This is his fourth goal for Castle. Uh, But I'm happy Jota getting it, considering Castle just took team of the week. Um, And who knows? Maybe Murphy might win another category here. Uh, Goal of the week. I'll let you say your nominations. Uh, Well, yeah, of course, Murphy's second goal. Mm -hmm. I mean, we already kind of talked about that yep. um of course four nows with the the scorpion kick yep y- you love to see it um the only other one that really stood out to me was odegaard's goal because mm-hmm. uh, it was just a pure like fucking i'm wow. take i'm putting the team on my back curler like a frustration just mm. like i'm shooting i don't care and you know yeah nice little curler from top of the box um uh, I like Salo's third. I thought the the, the third goal in that game. Yeah, I thought Salo's was yeah. good too. Not not winner, but like definitely deserves a shout. Um, yeah, that's about it. There wasn't there wasn't any like anything too crazy this week. Yeah, a lot of rebounds, kind of just like you know, just slotted it in. Good crosses, um, a couple of good headers. But yeah, the the Murphy goal, I think for me is probably the cleanest strike and probably the most surprising. The Fornals yeah. goal was cool, but like, kind of had, had it been a little bit cleaner. Yeah, because it it was kind of, you know, it wasn't a hits his his foot goes in, it you know, not bobbled in, but hits the ground and goes in, and, and you know, it doesn't look as sweet as as like a when Giroud scored his scorpion and just like straight into the goal. Like, yeah, I, so I'm I'm kind of with you on, on Murphy getting the, the goal of the week because that's just such a clean strike and, and from so far out and you know it's just it was a banger it was a banger absolute <laughs> banger. banger yeah I'm happy with it we got to see Tottenham fall apart in our Instagram reels again <laughs> man we got to get we got to get a Tottenham fan on here just to like maybe I don't know give Look, us a different the mindset only, the only one I knew is I haven't heard from him in years. That's so. true. That's true. Um, I got well, Chris Curtis. We can shout out Chris Curtis. Maybe he'll jump on here with us and talk because because he he always tries to stay positive. And I just like I'm like, how do you do this? And he's like, well, what else am I gonna do? I was like, lose five six one to Castle. Like, I mean, <laughs> I like I feel that, and you know, look on the bright side of things. But this was hard to find any positive from this i mean i guess your positive is that harry kane scored like beyond that they though. they drew the second half chad that's the positive they drew the second half they, drew the second half. they, they got a point yeah, they really in the pulled second together <laughs> got everyone on the same page and yeah you know really took it to newcastle in that second half <laughs> yeah harry kane at halftime said hey it's it's nil nil right now and yeah. then they drew <laughs> one one <laughs> I wish he said that. I would love to see everyone's reaction. Just like, what? What? 
But yeah. Oof. All oh, right. Yeah, Chris Curtis, get in here. Yeah, we'll have to see what's going on with him. And then shout outs to Wrexham. I hate seeing these spoilers, but I love it. There's no way I'm going to avoid them. Plays, yeah, yeah, what am I going to do? Like, I was like, I told Chris, I'm like, do you want to know? She's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, oh, you'll probably see it. She goes, I probably won't. And I was like, well, I'll yeah. tell you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely cool to see um, them getting promoted to League Two. You know, it's definitely uh will make for some good tv in, in yep. season two of welcome to Rexham. so yeah i mean i wish i would have not seen but you always knew what anything that happened with Rexham was gonna be, blow up the notifications news articles so and hard stuff. to avoid when when yeah. you were like spoiler i was like ah, i was like yeah whatever i'll look at it and i looked at it and then i immediately went to reddit and it was like the top post i was like okay yeah, I, I couldn't yeah. avoid this even if i tried <laughs> So, yeah, but funny. I mean, it was cool to see, you know, um, Rob and Ryan clearly like fully bought into this. No, nope, like, they're the right getting, owners getting emotional about it and stuff and fans and made the pitch to celebrate and stuff like that's the stuff you love to see when when teams get promoted and stuff. It's like, you know, it's it's especially for Wrexham having been struggling for so long and now getting some success and, mm-hmm. you know cool to see uh, you know hopefully they can continue and hopefully we get the welcome to Wrexham thing kind of continues with that like I would like I to know. see the progression with that and not just like fizzle out as they get bigger and, and stuff like yeah continue all the way to Premier League that'd be so sweet yeah. you never yeah, know never know <laughs> we'll be crazy alright Chad with that got anything else to note um not too much. I mean, Sac Republic. They play Detroit. Detroit. Play Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, got a one-nil win there. Um, play our next round of the U.S. Open Cup on Wednesday against Oakland. So mm. a little bit of that local mm. rivalry. You going? Yeah, I'll be there. Nice. Uh, so uh, yeah, top of the league, top of the table. Cruising right now. Things are looking good. Well, this continues. Maybe they'll get promoted to the MLS soon enough. You never know. Who knows? You, you know, it's, know. It's anyone's guess. God, <laughs> I would much rather see Sac Republic play than. Uh, gosh, I don't know who's the worst team in MLS right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's Kansas City. Well, we're not going to say Kansas City. How about Minnesota? We'll go Minnesota United. <laughs> no one wants to go to Minnesota. True. True. Too yeah. cold. Yeah. Exactly. All right, Chad. With that. Episode 33 of the Hooligans Pitch yep. in the Book. Six more weeks left of Premier League. One FA Cup match left between the Manchesters. That should be really fun. Uh, yeah. Four teams left in Champions League. Uh, Women's World Cup in roughly 90 days. Come roughly up. 90. So we got some things to get prepared for. Um, and then things to wrap up, which is just crazy. We've been doing it for 33 weeks now. So. Yeah. With that, the Hooligans pitch, we're out. Peace. Peace.